You've done it now. Your curiosity has betrayed you. You've made it to the end of the woods, and you have stumbled upon the monster's lair. I am the monster himself, J.D. Hutchins, and this is where I dwell. I live here with my bevy of strange, fiendish folks, friends, and other monsters. You're brave enough to dive into the depths with us. There's only one problem. Once you're here, there's no leaving until I let you. So sit back and get comfortable if you can. Listen to my strange tales, my terrifying horror stories, and my weird and wonderful facts, and enjoy. This is The Monster's Lair. Alright guys, it's that time again. This is the not-so-fun part. Uh, We have to discuss COVID-19. I know you didn't come to this podcast to hear someone else talk about COVID-19 and the fact that it's already everywhere in the media. It's already on every show you watch and every show that you listen to. Everyone's talking about it. Everyone's dealing with it. And I know you didn't come here to listen to someone else talk about COVID-19, but if I'm not talking about it, I'm not doing my job as a podcast personality, and I'm not doing my civil duty and giving an advisory. So with that being said, let's go to what the World Health Organization recommends to help spread, help prevent the spread of COVID-19. Stay home save lives, help stop the coronavirus. Do the five to stay alive. Number one, stay home as much as you can. Number two, keep a safe distance. Number three, wash hands often. Number four, cover your cough. And number five, if you're sick, call ahead and stay home. With more on our feelings about COVID-19. I have my friend Brian Duncans who would like to say a few words on his COVID advisory. Stay the fuck at home. With that being said, if you are an essential employee, If you are a nurse, a doctor, work anywhere in the medical field or the pharmacies or any of the drugstores, I just want to say keep up the great work. You guys are out on the front lines whether you want to be or not, and you are appreciated. This episode format 
is going to be a little bit different than what I've been giving you guys on this episode. We are calling it TML News. It's the Monsters Layer News. We're going to be covering all the weird news stories for the week. Anything out there that's slightly weird, slightly odd, a little bit off, paranormal, anything strange and interesting that I've looked for and found, we're going to be discussing in this episode. Think of it as like a weird news update. Without further ado, let's dive into it. For our first TML news update, we go to Cambridgeshire, England. People in Cambridgeshire have been left scratching their heads over a mysterious plume of smoke that appeared over the county. A large flaming object was spotted spiraling in the sky around 8 p.m. by Jerry Underwood, 55. He was sitting outside his canal boat in Streatham, having a little fire when he spotted the trail. He said, quote, It looked like a very thick chemtrail to start with. It looked like a short, skinny cloud. It wasn't moving quickly at all. I'm pretty sure it wasn't a meteorite, because they are gone in seconds. We have seen hundreds of shooting stars, but this definitely wasn't that either. This was coming down very slowly and spiraling. It started to glow orange. Jerry Underwood spotted the plume of smoke from his canal boat while he was having a fire where the flames were coming out of the back of it as well. It was really unusual. Jerry took several pictures of the burning entity dropping through the sky in which a huge trail can be seen behind it as it descends into the distance. Jerry said he was watching the unidentified object fall through the sky for between 10 and 20 minutes as it was coming down so slowly. Eventually, the burning mass disappeared behind the trees in the distance. The plume of smoke had an orange glow from the sunset. Jerry said he was looking towards Huntington as he watched it descend, but stressed the object might have landed well beyond that, he said. Quote, the sheer size of what's got of it is what's got me. When you look at the pictures, they show the trees in the foreground, and it's way beyond that. It was very big. It landed beyond the horizon. That's how big it was. We couldn't see it land, Jerry said. Quote, we see a lot of strange things down the river, but that's the first time we've ever seen something like that. This story comes to us from Metro UK. This article is written by Richard Hartley Parkinson, and it's dated Tuesday the 28th of April, 2020. Our next story comes to us from the United States, the Pentagon to be exact. Pentagon officially releases three videos of unexplained aerial phenomena. Navy officials confirmed the video's existence last fall, while insisting at the same time that the footage should never have been made public. Sounds like they are pissed. This article comes to us from David Moy from Huff Post. The Pentagram has released... Well, sorry, the Pentagram. Could you imagine if our government stayed in the Pentagram? 
They were just a huge satanic cult. They stayed in the pentagram and believed in demons. And they had a military that dressed in all black. Anyways, the Pentagon has released three U.S. Navy videos that show what the Department of Defense calls unexplained aerial phenomena. One video is of an incident in November 2004, while the other two were recorded in January 2015, according to CBS News. The videos, which were taken by Navy fighter pilots during training exercises, were officially made public on Monday, but had previously been linked between 2017 and 2019, Defense Department spokeswoman Sue Goh told CBS. Navy officials confirmed the existence of the tapes last fall, while insisting the footage should never have been made public. Goh said officials changed their minds after rechecking the videos. Quote, after a thorough review, the department has determined that the authorized release of these unclassified videos does not reveal any sensitive capabilities or systems and does not impinge on any subsequent investigations of military airspace incursions by unidentified aerial phenomena, Go told CBS. Some have wondered whether the videos are proof of the existence of UFOs. In 2017, retired Commander David Fravor told ABC News that what he saw in the sky back in 2004 seemed alien in origin. Quote, I can tell you, I think it was not from this world, Fravor said. Quote, I'm not crazy, haven't been drinking. It was, after 18 years of flying, I've seen pretty much about everything that I can see in that realm, and this was nothing close. I have never seen anything in my life, in my history of flying, that has the performance, the acceleration. Keep in mind, this thing had no wings, he continued. One person who was happy about the release of the videos is former Nevada, Nevada Senator Harry Reid, Democrat, who was influential in creating a since-shuttered classified program to study recordings of aerial encounters between 2007 and 2012. But the one-time Senate Majority Leader said more work needs to be done to look at any potential national security implications. next story is a TML News Coronavirus Update. Coronavirus. Man forced to isolate alone in ghost town with murderous past after being snowed in. Brent Underwood says he is definitely socially isolating after being trapped in a remote town. He says seems to be haunted. Sky News' Richard Williams reports on Tuesday to the 28th of April 2020. A man who bought a ghost town with a sinister past has been forced to quarantine there after a snowstorm left him trapped. Brent Underwood says he's been resorting to melting snow for water after his week-long stay in Cerro Gordo, California was unexpectedly and significantly prolonged by a nationwide coronavirus lockdown measure. He told Sky News he had arrived during good weather a month ago, but that four consecutive days of snow had left him stuck there in solitude ever since. I think one morning I woke up and saw the snow was over my truck and I thought, what have I got myself into, he said. 
quote, I managed to calm myself down by the following day and decided I would just use my time here productively. I'm definitely socially isolating at least. Having bought the former silver mining town for $1.4 million in 2018, he had mainly left it in the hands of a full-time caretaker of 21 years, Robert Desmare. But as restrictions designated to curb the spread of COVID-19 began, the 32-year-old marketer agreed to take over upkeep of the 400-acre space for a week, while Mr. Desmare visited Arizona to check on his wife. It is 26 miles from the nearest grocery store, but four feet of stone stoles, excuse me, but four feet of snow means traveling any further than a few hundred yards is currently impossible. And despite previously being a skeptic, Mr. Underwood said his experiences during his time alone in the 22 building town had led him to believe rumors that it is haunted. He said the town had once been the subject of an episode of the TV show Ghost Adventures, which concluded it was haunted by ghosts of two children who died after being trapped in a closet. He said, quote, apart from the ghosts and maybe a few bobcats, I'm alone. So, I've been having visitors, but not necessarily welcome ones. I've heard strange sounds, and I had a book fall off a shelf for no apparent reason. Having said that, I've never really felt under threat from any spirits, so maybe we found a way to coexist peacefully. I'm definitely open-minded about it all now. While he has no more fresh foods such as bread and vegetables, Mr. Underwood said he had enough rice and tinned goods to survive until conditions allowed travel in and out of the town. It's quite cold and I'm quite hungry. But I know there are lots of people around the world in far worse position, he said. It's been very interesting, but I've been trying to have fun with it. I figured I'm not getting out anytime soon, so I've been trying to treat each day as an adventure. He said Cerro Gordo had been largely uninhabited for about a hundred years after mining operations there ceased in the early 1900s. Quote, a lot of the buildings were exactly as they are now, so it's full of history. It wasn't something that I planned, but when I do see what's happening elsewhere in the world, it does make me think I may want to stay here even when the snow has cleared. Being here this long wasn't something that I planned, but it's given me a great chance to learn more about the place. While he had planned to begin allowing Airbnb visitors to stay at the site in May, he said he now hoped to do so towards the end of summer, depending on restrictions still in place. As for entertainment during his enforced solitude, Mr. Underwood said patchy internet connection meant that he had been deprived of the ability to stream films and TV shows to distract himself, like so many others enduring quarantine. I've certainly missed out on all the Netflix phenomena, he said. When I do make it onto social media, I keep seeing all these memes about the Tiger King, and I have no idea what people are talking about. Alright, this next story comes to us from a writer, Brad Hunter, from the Toronto Sun, dated 4-29-2020. Anti-quarantine activists diagnosed with COVID-19. Audrey Whitlock had some very strong feelings about the lockdown in her own state of North Carolina. 
So much so that she became an organizer of a group called Reopen NC. However, the first hint of trouble came when our heroine skipped two rallies. In fact, she was under quarantine for testing positive for coronavirus. <clears throat> Quote, I remained in isolation slash self-quarantine at my home for the direction of the county health department. I have not yet attended any events for Reopen NC, Whitlock said. As an asymptomatic COVID-19 positive patient, quarantine ends on 426 in North Carolina, Whitlock wrote in the message obtained by the Raleigh News and Observer. Another concern, she says, I have is the treatment of COVID patients as it relates to other communicable diseases. I have been forced to quarantine in my home for two weeks. So, talk a little bit about karma there. You know, everyone is telling you to stay home. You decide to become an activist and start a group dispelling those rumors. And you actually get diagnosed with the disease yourself for not following the stay-at-home orders. Uh, yeah. Sorry, not sorry. It also goes to show you guys out there that just because you don't believe in something doesn't make it not true. Girl swaps family portraits for crayon drawings and no one notices for 11 days. Kristen Vogler was bored in a coronavirus lockdown and wanted to see how long it would take for her parents to realize she was swapping the family portraits with crayon drawings. Kristen got her inspiration online after seeing someone replace their family portraits with pictures of Nicolas Cage. A woman bored in lockdown pulled a hilarious prank on her family and it ended up lasting a total of 11 days. Kristen Vogler, 29, started replacing family photos at their home in Massachusetts with crayon drawings to see how long it would take for her parents, Mike and Paula, both 59, to notice. Kristen got her inspiration from social media after she saw someone had replaced all of their family pictures with portraits of Nicolas Cage and thought that it was hilarious. But since she didn't have pictures of Nicholas lying about and she did happen to have loads of crayons, she did the next best thing and recreated each portrait in crayon. On the first day she recreated a photo of her grandparents, but even after video calling them they didn't. Kristen started creating the drawings when her family were out on their daily walks and was shocked when she managed to keep it going for 11 days. She said it was so funny because they walked through the door right next to the photos probably five or six times per day. It was hard to keep it up without giving it away. Kristen kept people updated with her quest on Twitter, posting pictures every day with a new crayon portrait and the hashtag, hashtag quarantine activities. On the first day she wrote, After FaceTiming with my grandparents, the subjects of my first crayon masterpiece, for an hour and having neither parent notice. A few days later she was nearly found out when her mom told her she wanted to create a Twitter account. I decided to add the second piece while they went for a walk. This was my best work yet. On day four, she had a small scare when her mom told her she was going to create a Twitter account, but she ended up getting locked out of it. Result. And, on day 11, 
Hours before she was finally caught out, she wrote, I thought the jig was up today when my dad came running downstairs while I hung my latest crayon replica, but I managed to get it done in time. Her mom was the one who discovered the portraits first, but later that same day she said, We were in the house and it was raining like crazy. We were just looking out of the window and my mom walked past the photos, did a table dake, and just said, What is that? They had a good laugh about it, but of course my dad said he'd always known in the back of his mind. Kristen posted the video online, which has since gone viral, receiving more than 42,000 likes. She continued, the video got a lot more attention than I thought it would. My mom and dad keep asking for updates on how many views and shares it's had. My dad challenged my mom to a bet that if it reached 1 million views in a week, he wouldn't have to eat any more broccoli for the rest of the year. It has given us a lot of entertainment. It's a fun thing for everyone to laugh at, and it's fun seeing the reactions in the comments. Since the family has been in isolation for the past three weeks, she said pranks maintain a happy group morale. When you're stuck inside day after day, it does get boring, so you need something to change it up. I do enjoy pranks. Before my sister Carrie turned 21, I did a load of pranks in the week leading up to her birthday. I wrapped everything in her room in cellophane down to pennies. Then on her actual birthday, I blew up 500 balloons to fill up her room. I ended up with blisters on my fingers from trying to tie them. I make sure they're all good, fun, and harmless pranks. Alright guys, if you have any weird, wacky, strange, unique, oddball, funny type news stories that you stumble across, go ahead and send those in to me at um, my social media pages and the email, and we'll get those featured next time we do another TML news update. I hope you guys like this format. Uh, it's an idea I've been kicking around since the beginning of the show. I'm definitely going to do this on a semi-regular basis. Um, so if you guys like it, let me know. If you guys have stories, send them in. And in the meantime, keep your eyes and ears open for something weird. Alright listeners, if you guys would like to contact me at the Monster's Lair, you have a few different options. Um, if you'd like to contact me by email, you can email me at jdhutch, the number one, at hotmail.com. Once again, that's jdhutch1 at hotmail.com. If you want to email me any stories, any show ideas, uh, comments, concerns, questions, anything of that nature, feel free to email those to that address. Also, you guys can find me on social media. I'm on Facebook and Instagram. On Facebook, just search for James David Hutchins. I'll pop right up. And on Instagram, I am Trailer Park Monster. That's M-O-N-S-T-A. Trailer Park Monster on Instagram. If you guys want to message me on Facebook or Instagram, feel free. Same thing there. If you guys have any show ideas, comments, concerns, questions, if you guys want to send me in your personal stories of you having a weird encounter or something paranormal, those are always appreciated, and I would look forward to seeing those 
soon. Hopefully, you guys will be sending those in. Um, eventually, I may have an account that's just for the podcast. But as it is right now, this is pretty much a one-man show. So you might as well contact me directly on my personal social media pages and my personal email. So, yeah, I look forward to seeing those from you guys. Thank you. This next story comes to us from Houston, Texas. And the article is on Mirror UK. It's written by Courtney Pochin, writer for the Mirror UK. Mom freaked out as a haunted frozen doll returns to the house after she threw it out twice. A family has been left feeling rather freaked out after one of their daughter's Christmas presents returned to their home after being put in the bin twice. It's no secret that dolls can be pretty creepy. We've seen enough horror films to know that. But one thing we didn't think would prove quite so scary is a Disney toy. But one woman who has been left terrified of a piece of frozen merchandise her young child was given for Christmas. A mom from Houston has taken to social media to reveal why she believes her daughter Aurelia has a haunted Elsa doll. In a viral post on Facebook that has now been deleted, Emily Madonia explained that Aurelia's toy had first started talking to freak them out when it began singing and talking in Spanish while switched off. She and her husband Matt decided to throw the doll out with their daughter's blessing, but since then it has found its way back into their home not once, but twice. Emily wrote, quote, Matt threw it away weeks ago and then we found it inside on a wooden bench. Okay, so we're weirded out and tightly wrapped it in its own garbage bag and put the garbage bag inside another garbage bag filled with the other garbage and put it in the bottom of our garbage can underneath a bunch of other bags of garbage and wheeled it to the curb and it was collected on garbage day. The family then went on vacation thinking the whole thing was behind them but when they returned home the doll was back. We were out of town, forgot about it. Today, Aurelia says, Mom, I saw the Elsa doll again in the backyard. She continued, After throwing it out didn't work, Emily decided the only way to be rid of the thing for good was to send it far, far away. So, she posted it to her friend, Chris, who lives 1,500 miles away and had been entertained by the tale of the haunted doll. She confirmed Chris has since received Elsa and has taped the creepy toy to the roof of his car to stop it from going anywhere else. So I guess we can deduce from that news story that someone or something just does not want to let it go. Ladies and gentlemen, folks and fiends, ghosts and ghouls, this has been your TML Weird News Update. This is the Trailer Park Monster himself, J.D. Hutchins, signing off. As always, stay safe and keep an eye out and ear out for something weird. Okay, so let's talk about belief for a second. No matter what your belief in the paranormal, 
or UFOs or interdimensional beings or extraterrestrials or metaterrestrials or any of the other crazy, weird, strange, unique, different things that we talk about on this show. I'm doing this episode to show you all that sometimes the truth can be stranger than fiction. And it really makes you question what we call reality. All of these stories I've read for you on this episode are 100% legitimate news stories. They actually happened. They've been proven to happen. They have evidence. And yet they're strange. And they kind of make you wonder what's really going on. So with that being said, if these stories are true, what about some of the crazy stuff that we talk about on this show? Or some of the crazy stuff that we're going to be talking about on this show? Because I promise you, as the host of The Monster's Lair, it will get weirder. So thanks for listening. Thanks for being along for the ride. And we'll see you next time. When you're brave enough to enter the monster's lair and dive deep into the depths with the monster himself, J.D. Hutchins. I want to take a few quick minutes to give a couple shout outs and thank yous. First and foremost, as always, my best friend, the Chief, Chief Alan Bailey for the awesome logo and graphics for the monster's lair. Have you guys found all the hidden images in that logo yet? They're there. You'll see them. Also, I want to give a shout out to his company, Fly Fresh. If you guys are looking for any kind of graphic designs, um, any type of uh, paraphernalia or accessories, definitely hit up local company, Fly Fresh. Check them out on Instagram. They have a brand new company, brand new page brand new merchandise definitely give those guys a shout out let them know that the monsters layer sent you once again alan can't thank you enough man that means so much having your support in this endeavor Um, so thank you for your contribution thank you for your awesome work and if you guys need anything from a great graphic designer definitely hit him up chief alan bailey on instagram Also on Facebook, Alan Bailey. Thanks, Alan. Another shout-out I have to do is my soon-to-be co-host, the Nightmare himself, Tom the Nightmare, Tommy Cunningham. This dude has been a huge supporter of the show. He's been a contributor of content, and he's eventually going to be my co-host once we get out of this COVID quarantine crap. And we can be in the same room again together. So definitely look forward to getting work done with him in the future. And making this one of the best podcasts that we can make it. Even with no experience in the field or any broadcast experience whatsoever. We're going to still go out there and shoot our shot. So please support us. Support each other. Thanks for coming to the show guys. Thanks for listening.
Another guy I got to give a huge shout out to is my boy Polly Manners, aka Bearded Breed, on the Bearded Breed podcast. If you guys love nerd culture, nerd culture is now pop culture. We're not the weird ones anymore. If you guys like wrestling, board games, superheroes, video games, D&D, role-playing, anything of that nature, he is your go-to podcast. He just did an episode about how to create your own board game, and then he did a follow-up episode on that about how to take wrestling characters from WWE 2K19 video game and transpose their stats into creating a character in D&D. So like I said, if you're into that type of stuff, he's your show, he's your man. And always, guys, thank you for the support. I'm having so much fun making this podcast. A huge thank you goes out to Anchor and Anchor.fm for allowing me the tools to do so for free. Uh, couldn't be any more easier, couldn't be any better of an experience than what it's been so far. So with all that being said, all I have to say to you guys is thank you, and I love you all. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, you are brave enough to dive into the depths Come visit me in the monster's lair and make it out safely on the other side. I will now unleash your shackles, allow you to stand up, and allow you to now be free to escape the monster's lair.